How's everybody doing? Okay. Good. Getting ready for the holidays, or probably half. We're halfway through, I should say, since we got through Thanksgiving. Um, we do have a full agenda tonight. Um, what I'm going to do is go through the first few agenda items, and I'm going to skip down to miscellaneous if we have a few get, uh, guests here tonight that want to share uh, things with us, and I don't want to make them stick through the whole meeting. So we'll, we'll do a few items, and then we'll circle back. Okay. All right, first on the agenda is welcoming our new CDEI member, Sherry Herzog. She was sworn in, I want to say, early November, right, officially? Yes. So welcome, welcome, welcome. You. Um, Sherry, you want to just share a few, a few notes about who you are and how long you've been in the town, what you do currently, and why you're excited to be on the committee? I've been in the town for 40 plus years. Wow. I've worked in this town for probably 30 plus years. I'm a piano teacher. I ran a camp Broadway. I ran preschool programs at the old Pequot side, at the new. Julie Beckham was one of my very, very first students <laughs> ever in my very first class, and probably one of awesome. my very first piano students. Full circle moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, wherever I go, I know people. Um, and I so badly wanted to be part of this committee because I think, not I think, I know, I've always been concerned about others. Mm -hmm. um, I've always done for other, but I've done it mostly one-on-one. -on -one. And now I feel I could be part of a committee that works together and I feel like I could I personally can get more done for our town because now I'm part of a group rather than just Sherry Herzog doing her one-on-one, -on -one, her one students, her one class. So um, I'm just really excited. And I didn't know the process. I'd been to a couple events and I ran into Julie and I said, I really want to be on this committee and I didn't know I would first have a Zoom interview, then I'd have to fill out applications, then I would have to have the select board, and then I would meet with Lisa Lopez, and then they would vote, and then I would come in, and then I'd be sworn in, and it was really, really exciting, the whole process. That's awesome. I didn't know I was going to go through that whole process. I yeah. figured Julie says, okay, you're on the committee. She can vouch for you, right, right. <laughs> yeah, there's a process when you officially join a, a town committee or board, they, they have to go through a process. and application being sworn in obviously during COVID, they had you know totally stopped doing that for a period of time the swearing in part they just mail in your form and um the select board would obviously interview that's something that's relatively new too i think in the last three or four years where they want to just sort of talk to you see who you are um and a couple of people a couple of new members have gone through that process as well so yeah well welcome aboard thank you we've got so much to do so i'm excited to have you i'm ready all right. Uh, agenda item number two is the approval of the October 17th meeting minutes. And I know I sent them off uh, last week probably, I think. So if you guys had a chance to read them, review them, um, if we'd like, we can take a motion to approve the minutes from October 17th. Motion, anyone want to second that? Was that Jenny? Christine, second by Christine. Okay, motion's been approved and seconded. All in favor indicate by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Probably Sherry. I mean, you have the option to abstain since you weren't at the meeting. 
We can oh. put you in that, or you can, if you've read the minutes, you feel comfortable voting on it, that's up to you. I'm comfortable voting. Okay, thank you. All right, um, I wanted to do a quick recap of the Global Diversity event, but I realized that both Sasha and Nicola are not here, but I'm leaving it open for folks who did attend or who did show up for the event to share their thoughts publicly. I know some folks have sent emails. I thought it was an amazing event. Um, the puppeteer was very popular, even though she was in the other room. I found myself bouncing back and forth, trying to make sure that the kids were entertained, and they were. There were a number of kids that just sort of came to the library and had a special treat because they didn't realize <laughs> the puppeteer was there. And they hung out with her, and she was really awesome. Um, and then the events going on in the main room was, was pretty cool as well. Just the fact that we had, coincidentally, both a Cape Verdean artist and a Cape Verdean speaker um, that just happened to be. And they knew each other too, which was interesting. Um, does anybody else want to share thoughts about the event? And I think, like again, that goes to uh, there are several factors to determine when or to assist with having folks come to an event like that. Um, lots of times, it's definitely word of mouth. You know, we posted it on our social media page, um, but folks have to members of the committee have to share the event with friends, local folks in the town, um, and that's really how we get the interest and get people to come. It was a Thursday. It was the end of the month. There was a competing event, I think, that was going on where the Kent Farmer's Market was doing something special for all the volunteers. So that may have you know, affected the number of folks who would show up. Again, it's always tricky when you plan these kinds of events because no matter what time of day you do it, during the week can be tough, obviously, with parents. Um, Saturdays tend to be better, but it just all depends on you know, what, what's going on in the town. But I think overall it was... Still a great event. Um, it was definitely recorded. Canton TV was there. Um, I don't remember if the Canton Citizen did a write-up. I did ping Jay Turner, letting him know the event occurred, but I don't remember seeing a representative there. Um, but sometimes, you know, he'll get he'll basically get photos and information from different members or different attendees, and create an article out of that. But I don't recall. But just some things to think about for next year. Um, depending on who runs it next year. I don't know if Nicole and Sasha will continue to do that or if somebody else in the group will do that. Just, you know, obviously planning in advance, making sure that the um, event is publicized and socialized, not just within Canton, but also outside of Canton too. Like it's okay to share the information with our neighbors and Stoughton and Sharon and things of that nature, so. But yeah, I think overall it was done really well. Any other final thoughts before we go over to the next agenda item? Okay, agenda item three was a quick recap. Sorry, agenda item four, community quilt display. Um, for those of you who are watching and in the room, this is a display of our community quilt that um, Jenny Chaplin was the lead on this. She put all the pieces together that were um, submitted by various members of the town. Yeah, you're gonna do that on a light for me? Thanks, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Flag and we did have it at the Global Diversity Show. <laughs> there you, go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, you're on, you're on camera. Yes. You're on camera, Vanna. <laughs> awesome, awesome display of, of various uh, quilt, 
patches that were submitted yeah. by members of the town. Um, a couple of members from the committee submitted and a couple of members in the community as well. Um, Jenny, did you want to share whether or not we're, we've got all the write-ups or any other pieces you want to add to? Um, the total, like all of the write-ups are still in progress just because we still have some, a couple floating around that need to be completed. Okay. Um, and where it's going to be displayed next is still I think TV. it's something we can decide on. Okay. Part of the meeting, we can discuss it. Um, we could also talk about it or give ideas through email and then sort of vote on what we want for next month's meeting. Okay. You know, it's totally, we're looking for you to take the lead on that. So whatever you think makes sense, we'll do that. And then the group can sort of discuss collectively if it makes sense to have it, you know, at the Paul Revere Heritage Site first. And then we would work with their representation or representatives to see what, you know, needs to happen to make that happen. Um, or whether it's at a school. I mean, so we have some options we threw out, I think the last time we talked about it. Mm -hmm. We threw out a couple of different sort of government buildings that we could possibly start yeah. with. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's a matter of what you and, you know, Nicola decide what makes the most sense <laughs> to start to talk about. Okay. Is there, is so. there a um, write-up with the, what each? They were submitted to Jenny. Yeah, the plan is to make it into a more of like a book. So it travels along with the quilt, so it can be, you know, next to wherever the, the quilt is, and so people can get the background on the story behind each square. The library has been such a great Yeah, that's what I was kind of partner. thinking. They can have, like, first right of refusal if they were starting. Yeah. First right of refusal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, a great point. I, I feel like it should be more of, like, an invitation. You know, yeah. it's like, mm -hmm. if you would like to display this, then we have it. But I like how you phrased that. So we can offer it to them first. I would, be, I would definitely be... I'm happy with that. Okay. Do you want to reach out to Carolyn? Carolyn, been, yeah. Yeah, who's sure. been our connection so far. Um, yeah, I think she would be excited to work with you on that. And as far as the write-ups are concerned, if you have everything printed, we probably should get it laminated so that things aren't destroyed yeah. along the way. Um, and maybe Carolyn has some ideas about that too. Okay. As to how to best display it at the library. So yeah, just keep us posted with that. But yeah, I think that's a great idea to start there. Okay, I'm going to jump down to miscellaneous. I know we have a few guests here um, that want to come up and share some information about what they're working on or some help they may need from us. So I'll start with the women's club first. I believe there's representation here. If you'd like to come up and just introduce yourselves. There's a microphone right there, so if yeah. you, just so that the... Nope. I don't think so. Actually, she will. You uh, will be. Do I have to be? Nobody will be able to hear you. They'll just see you going like this. So can she be heard but not seen? Can you can take the microphone out, maybe. It's a public meeting. <laughs> I was just, just you Unless you want Elizabeth to speak. I mean, someone should get up and speak. <laughs> just introduce yourself. I'm not a protection program. No. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Um, I'm Elizabeth Schmeling, I'm president of the Women's Club at the Senior Center, and really what we're here to do is to find out more about you guys, um, what your plans are, what your ideas are. Um, I don't want to take up time in your meeting, though it seems to me we would almost listen to what you're doing now and then 
private conversations at other times once where we know each other. So Elizabeth, fine. what's the goal? Are you looking to find out what, we, what, we're, what we've been doing and what's coming in the future? You're looking to have someone come to one of your meetings? Just like, what's the goal, I guess, is my question. Well, all of the above, maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, the Women's Club is, um, it's a social group. We're not, we're not a fundraising kind of group. Okay. Um, although we do often donate to people who come to talk to us. Okay. But a lot of our members have been, over the years, very much involved in community organizations. And we said, OK, we're not going to make you work. Okay. What we are interested in, though, is what's going on in the town. Okay. Um, and this is a relatively new group, and we'd like to learn more about you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we've been around for a couple of years now, yeah. 2020. Um, we meet monthly, with the exception of the summer months. Um, we have agenda items we usually go over, things that require that we vote, like any other town committee. Um, and then we do events. Right, so the last event we just had was the Global Diversity event we were just speaking about. Um, and then we like to, um, we're looking to bring in speakers to share ideas and thoughts about diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, and we've got other events that we're planning for next year. So we're gonna go over our goals and budgets this, this meeting as well. So yeah, we're, we're fairly new, but we've been around a couple of years now, going on three years. So, so. I do have a question. Um, <clears throat> Do a lot of seniors turn up to your events? So I think there's, they're mixed in depending on the event. Okay. Definitely for our first Juneteenth, we had a number of seniors there. Um, I believe the Jewish celebration event we just had in September, there were definitely a good number of seniors there. Okay. Um, the Black History Month event, there were a sprinkle of seniors there at that event, but it was mostly high school students because they were performers, right. so they took up a good number of the attendees. Um, and then we had um, our guest speakers and their guests that came with them. So, you know, they're usually sprinkled in and about. Are they in a large number of, of seniors attending our events? I'd probably say no. I mean, if everyone else can chime in. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely a group that we'd love to. Opportunity. Yeah, yeah. there's right. a group we'd love to um, That's bring in more. That's what I because I was thinking, you know, you're probably getting families. Yes, in and some cases, for sure. And so, so maybe we can stretch it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Further. I think it's great that you sh you are, you're here representing your organization within the senior center because I think that when most of us think of the senior center, we think that's the group, right? right? We don't think that there are <laughs> other groups within the senior center. I'm saying I'm saying this as not a senior. So just like you'd say any other town group or whatever, you're, oh, that's just the group. Whereas the fact that there's a women's club within the senior center that is interested in diversity, equity, inclusion, mission accomplished already. Now we know who you are right. and that you exist and we would love to collaborate in any way. If the group of women want to learn more about something um, that we have touched upon, whether it's Juneteenth or Pride Month mm -hmm. or uh, the Jewish High Holidays or anything, or maybe something we haven't touched upon, uh, we would love to, you know, in, obviously you're invited to all of our meetings here, but um, but we would definitely get your contact information and keep you in the main loop, just as if you you know your group attended an event. So I'm very very happy that you came that you both came today. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And that was Julie speaking. Julie Beckham, she's the vice chair. Yes. 
Sorry, I love the senior center. I'm like a, such a fan. I keep telling everybody I can't wait to grow old in Canton. <laughs> it's seriously so awesome. I'm their number one fan on Facebook, I swear. <laughs> Check them out. Follow, follow it on Facebook. They have so many activities every day. Yeah. So awesome. The yeah. whole group is so awesome. Who's the, who's the, who's the chair over there? Do you remember? D Diane Tynan. The Diane Tynan? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. She has a whole crew of people who yeah. just do And so I'm many sure things. they have, they must have a social media footprint they do. somewhere. It's, it's on Facebook. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to follow them. Okay. Well, thank you both for coming. Um, we also had a representative from the, the Galvin Middle School who was going to come up and speak. I believe it's Amy Muldoon. Okay. Our member Naomi. Yeah. Hi. Please forgive my friendliness. Like, um, thank you very much. Hi, everyone. Good evening. My name is Naomi Akan. Before my colleague and one of my bosses actually speaks, <laughs> I would just want to honor her by um, just sharing a little gift that she had um, passed on to me at the last professional development that we had. Mm -hmm. And we, she's a SPED team chair at the Galvin Middle School. I'm also a SPED, sorry, special education. <laughs> special education team chair. I'm also a special educa educator. And we had, you know, we were talking just before our meeting about, you know, stuff, ideas that stood out to us and how we want to bring these to our students in the community, in the schools. And keywords that stood out to me were, and I'll put the shirt up, and I said, relationship before rigor, mm -hmm. grace before grades. She's gonna help you. <laughs> Connections before curriculum. Oh wow, I love that. And Amy Muldoon, who's of course again one of my, um, you know, she, <laughs> It was my words, and I had seen that, you know, on um, a couple of educational um, professionals' pages. And we do a lot. We push our children, we push our kids, we push our students when we forget that other social emotional aspects exist before that. And she said that would look really good on a T-shirt. You should make a T-shirt that would <laughs> fit, like you know, with those words. And I forgot about it. And just before Thanksgiving, I received this. Very nice. Um, I just want to honor her for that. Again, like I said, she's admin. She's one of my bosses, and she didn't have to do that. But mm -hmm. I thought that was really kind. Yes. And, you know, just to me means a lot. I wanted to share with the committee that those words, relationships before rigor. Mm -hmm. We want our kids to, our students, to have the rigor to continue with the curriculum, but we also want to make connections with them. Absolutely. You know, and we need to give ourselves and them also grace, so. And that speaks directly to inclusivity, doesn't it? Correct. Yes. It's That's a fact, awesome. it really does. And as people, both professionals who work with children in special education, which would be our calling, because you would not be there if you didn't. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought that I should honor her for that, you know, before she takes the mic to. That's very nice. Her very case. thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> Never sure where to put the mic with my height, so. Hear me okay? Yeah, we can. All right, and thank you. And I will say the t-shirts were not my idea. My um, members of my great staff wanted to make them for their classroom. And I said, well, if you're making them, we have to get one for Naomi. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to, our um, 
this is heard, one of our teachers in our, in our classroom program was kind of the brainstorm behind it. Uh, she took it. Um, but thank you for having time for me tonight. I was just reminiscing with Naomi way back when it was CFED at the high school and yeah, different organization, different organization, yeah. different mm -hmm. organization altogether. But a couple but of members are, are you, myself, Naomi, and Sasha Martone, who's not here tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're on this committee. Oh yeah. well, this is great. I didn't realize it was going to be all um, one, two, three, so that's yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. Wow. So. Um, but I did thank you for the opportunity for having us come and uh, talk a little bit about Cultural Heritage Night um, that we run at the Galvin Middle School. And Cultural Heritage Night is, this is now with COVID will be our sixth um, event. We were five years strong and then COVID occurred. Yeah. Um, so we, um, I'd like to say that we are small in numbers, big in heart and very dedicated um, to the mission of showcasing all cultures and diversity within Canton and Canton Public Schools. And so um, it really is a night to celebrate the many cultures within our school community. Uh, it is a free event for our students and their families. Um, <clears throat> we've expanded over the years, a little history about it, is it started actually as a CAPE grant. Oh, uh, when okay. We got funding for that and uh, it moved into our GMS CAPT is our main funder right now, mm -hmm. um, who does a lot for us. And um, over the years, we have had such great participation from families, from our community. With It started out um, with a previous administrator. And when she left, she kind of said, you know, keep it running. And um, it started with a night of food and fun and some events that were all free for the students we've had. Um, Naomi's been great about uh, helping us with the braiding. Uh, we've had caricatures, uh, dance troops from Canton, uh, uh, Irish step, Indian dancing, um, some areas from um, Boston trend in motion, uh, double Dutch. Oh, yeah. So it's really been some opportunities for the students and families to see a little bit of um, different variety of activities and events that are important. And we, have grown every year. And so right before our October 2019 event, we actually brought in um, some of the high school students from World, the World Language Club. Mm. Um, so they have been working with the younger students that come doing activities with them and that's been a great awesome. um, addition to, and so that got us uh, even more motivated to have it really looking at what the students and our families in Canton can do and what their, their talents are and bringing in those talents. And we heard all of these great events, so now we're reaching out um, uh, to those groups to see how we can bring them in and really showcase us as a community mm -hmm. and, and, and what we do. Um, and then bring back some of our old traditionals, like things that are important, uh, that were important and that people really enjoyed. Um, but uh, we are looking to hold it. It's been scheduled to be held Thursday, March 16th. Um, it's a week after World Language Week. Uh, we were hoping to get it that week, but we're we do Thursday, March 16th. It's about um, from six to six to eight at the Galvin Middle School, and um, we usually start off. In the past, we've had um, the Canton Jazz Band starts us off and and runs us in. Our student leaders help um, with the uh, emceeing, um, and uh, we have a lot of staff there to help coordinate. But one of the things that 
we were saying is that we got away from is we always had families um, that donated or uh, shared their cultural recipes and we had a big kind of spread where we could we could share in uh, each other's uh, food and so we are looking to bring that back in a bigger way this year um, so um, when Naomi had shared with me this great committee um, and I thank you for the time for coming here we thought uh, it would be great to invite you all and how you might want to help support or um, be a part of this night. Absolutely. What was the decision behind pushing it to March as opposed to June? In the past it was in June? It so. was more just the timing of events. So we found that there were a lot of recitals in June. We found there's okay. a lot of championships, graduations. There's a lot of other activities where March is kind of a, was a month that um, there wasn't too many events going on. It was a, it's a longer month in the school. Um, there's no kind of weekend or, or vacation week. Mm -hmm. And it's also coincides, we wanted to coincide with world language. Okay, got um, it. So we were looking at those March dates. And you think you'll be able to get the food sort of, I mean, because I know we're sort of still dealing with COVID and mm -hmm. there's some challenges with people bringing in food from the outside. So have you yeah, guys so thought about Yeah, so we're gonna look to into that and we're hoping that it can be, um, okayed and that we can get back to that because it really was a great piece of the night in terms sure. of just families sharing their um, different recipes and, mm -hmm. and bringing a piece of them there so um, if not we just ordered in the past which is not as um, fun I yes guess. <laughs> <laughs> totally does anybody else have any questions or thoughts about the event I mean I'm certainly sure that some of us will help in any way that we can um, as a part of the community that sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. It's really a fun, fun night. Um, oh yeah. It really brings a lot of people out and a lot of people together and it's been really successful over the years just um, getting people out into the community and something that's um, just a fun night to celebrate people. For sure. And then we'll publicize it on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. if, Great. You know, you want to share that information with Naomi, we'll get it posted and we'll, we'll share it in our meetings as well. Or if you're looking for, you know, um, if you are, like need a topic for a speaker or something like that, the chances are maybe we have thought about uh, a certain topic mm -hmm. or had a speaker or a dance troupe or uh, oh, yeah, something. Sure. So Wonderful. in the combination of some of the events that we've done, they might fit well. Some of those performers or aspects of that might fit well into your night. So definitely use us as a resource. And I'm feeling pretty good about this committee right now because we have two groups coming to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the committee members, so we get excited. Yeah, this when is like just two guests. I feel like the candlestick and Beauty and the Beast. Oh, oh yeah. Thing. I'm glad to make your night. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so that would be great. We'd love to uh, collaborate and, and tap into some of the resources you have um, to get uh, people that have been successful and that would want to come back and and work with us. So. And you're already using the Canton Jazz Ensemble. We use them all the time. They're, They're so, so good, amazing. Right? such They're a so talented amazing. group of students at the high school yes so, so yeah can't and go wrong like with i that. said we're really looking to tap into the talents that we have in the community and really oh yeah highlight for sure and shine what we have so absolutely um, but i thank you for your time thank you thank you for thank coming you. thank you okay <laughs> um i had one question i'm going to go back to the community quote really quickly jenny do you know did we did you and nicola sort of talk about the idea of working with Jay and the Canton Citizen to sort of get an article written about the quilt and how it came about? Not directly. I think we just talked about it in the 
more beginning stages of it that if there was the interview in the um, in the beginning mm -hmm. um, and then there would be some type of follow-up afterwards but there was nothing concrete so okay. I never talked to Jay about it I know we just kind of figured at some point out. yeah okay. that it would be featured in the, the citizen at some point once it was complete so yep. but nothing formal okay because maybe the write-ups would be a great base for an article Right? The okay, to maybe like take yeah, like a couple tidbits. of yeah, yeah. lines from it or something so like that. So maybe once we have all those write-ups organized and uh, into the book, we can, we can send, we can send okay. like a digital copy of that to Jay with the, and maybe he can interview you um, about the process of this quilt, but that's a great idea. Yeah, I think that would be, I mean, if you're okay with that. Oh yeah, I no, I just didn't know awesome. which way it goes, like if it's appropriate to reach out to him and say, I can connect again. you. Just, yeah. yeah, okay. Like, Oh, absolutely. Either one of us could. Yeah, he's always looking for, okay. this is a great community <laughs> idea, right? And it, it ties into, technically, into the community and unity, which I know we wanted to get yeah. back to. Yeah. This is an absolute example of that. Um, so I think that would sort of fit into that pocket of the relationship we've had with Jay and, and the Canton Citizen. So if you're waiting, you're still waiting on two write-ups? Yeah. Okay. And it shouldn't, it, yeah, it shouldn't be a big deal to get them. Okay. Just more of having a deadline and like, oh, we're submitting this and need to send Sure. Them. So yeah, maybe it's something that we could talk about maybe getting into the citizen for next month, perhaps. Okay. Yeah. Um, your thing. yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you, are you going to share Jay's information yeah, with I'll Jenny? Yeah, connect you. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. I just wanted to circle back because I think thought that was something we had talked about and it's really important to make sure folks in the town are aware and it also drums up you know I, you know interest in folks when we actually display it well right. it'll see it in the make paper a connection and then see oh, it in the you know, I read about the this library. in the article and so it just allows us to publicize it even more so should I once you give me his contact information should I just email him and you can email him and copy me and or Julie on it just okay. so he knows the connection and okay just literally share um, the discussion we had because we've had the relationship with him with the community and unity this could absolutely fall under that category or not he may just decide to do it somewhere else in the paper okay um but either way uh, he won't be surprised that you're reaching out because it's it's a cdi initiative so all right awesome okay rolling right on to agenda item number five just wanted to sort of quickly go over the FY24 budget requests. Uh, one of the things that the new chair, whenever that's decided, um, has to do and manage is the submission of the budget to um, the finance department. The deadline is usually early January. This year is gonna be January 10th. And so essentially you get an, uh, an email from the town finance department that says budgets are due, Please submit you know, what you're looking at for numbers for next year. In this case, we're going for FY24. Um, and as you know, last year we submitted for request for 4,500. And the idea behind that was we knew we were going to do the Jewish event in September and we wanted to make sure we had funding for that. And so um, we could certainly keep that same number for next year if we think we're going to do around the same amount of events. Um, it's tricky to know how much we'll be doing because sometimes things come up. Like I know Christine had mentioned possibly doing Hispanic Heritage event next year. Um, so we wanna keep that in mind when we're thinking about numbers for budgeting. We could certainly submit you know, 4,500 for next year um, or add some money to it to incorporate other events that might come down the road to be on you know, the safe side. But I just wanted to throw it out there so that you guys were aware that that deadline is coming up. 
Um, and usually what I'll do is just, we'll talk through it, we'll come up with a number, and we can vote on it and then you know make the decision to move forward with that number. Since this is our December meeting and our January meeting is probably after the deadline, it probably makes sense for us to talk through this now and then you know take a motion to vote on a number that we can sort of move forward with to submit. Um, right now as it stands, we've spent about 40% of the budget. Um, we requested 4,500 and we've spent close to 1,800 with about 2,700 left. Um, and clearly we're in December. We've got, if we decide to do the Black History Month event, which I believe we will in February, so there's usually some funding that needs to be you know, set aside for that, speakers, performers. And then there's the Juneteenth event, since that falls under the current fiscal year, that has to be sort of calculated out of the budget. So at least minimally two events that we have to plan for. So you know, 2,700 should be plenty um, to get through that. But we want to think about, you know, does it make sense to request $4,500 again for next year? Or does it make sense to add more? and request 5,000 or 5,500. So I wanna just talk through that. And if you guys have some ideas about other things we may wanna look at, absolutely throw that out there too. What's the fiscal year? I'm sorry? What's the fiscal year? July 1st. It, July to July? It starts July 1st to oh, June okay. 30th. Oh, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. So considering like um, the rate of inflation and the cost of doing anything, yeah. I would definitely increase our budget at least by 8%. Okay. That's fair. Any other thoughts? Do you, I mean, besides Christine's um, sharing with us in our October meeting about the possibility of doing a Hispanic Heritage event, were there any other ideas or events that folks may want to talk about? Well, something maybe you want to explore since um, is we do have, um, and I brought up the Asian American Pacific Islander Month, which happens to be in May. Okay. So if there's another event you want to squeeze in for the rest of the fiscal year, that might be something if you want to um, maybe consider and maybe we'll talk about it further. So that's something I would be very much interested in discussing further with the committee. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and so if we're looking to do something like that, we should probably start to talk about that in January because May will be here sooner than we think. Um, and so we would definitely want to talk through that, what that looks like, you know, where we'd like to do it. Um, and any other ideas that could come up. But yeah, that's a great point. So I like Julie's idea of at least looking at, I was thinking more of in hundreds instead yeah, so of percentage. Like between but 300 and 400. Yeah, I was thinking maybe making an even, an yeah. even 5,000, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, and it's all dependent. Elena's saying, go up, go up. <laughs> the worst they can say is no, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, so. what, are, what are your thoughts? You have some thoughts? So, can you go over to the mic and say that? Sorry. <laughs> and Naomi and Christine, if you guys want to talk, you'll have to go to the microphone. Yes. The Paul Revere event you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm and somehow do something. I don't know what, but it, it'll take money. So something, so not just the table, but something, something yeah, there to, at that to event. To really yeah. highlight mm -hmm. the group, but to highlight all the different cultures and all the different people in our community. Sure, that that's a great idea. This town and the heritage and 
that's where I think we really need to capitalize on that day is already at like an audience that is there. Oh, and, yeah. it's a, and it's a big audience. Yeah, they got a lot sure. of people for their first one last year. Yes, they did. And um, and that's, you know, that's planned months and months in advance. And it's right. not just the Canton town that's presented there. They're neighboring towns that are also part of that Heritage Month too, right. or the Heritage event. So, um, but you're right, that was a great way for us to plug our committee, get people aware. We had a lot of people stop by. Um, so I like the idea of maybe expanding upon that. I just don't know what don't that either, would look like. But I know that yeah. every everything takes money and I don't want to be like running right, away. Right. No, I agree. This year it might not happen because obviously we're talking about next year's oh, budget. Yeah. But, right. but, um, but there's definitely room to grow Absolutely. for this organization within that event. Yeah, agreed. It's sort of this whole budget. It's uh, it's also part of the goals for 2023. Sure. You know, so it's 2024. All, yeah, right. For sure. It's all like related what we want to do. Um, do we want to try to do a Native American day? That's you know a thought that I think you know I like to do it. I think it's important to recognize. <laughs> Absolutely. Helena's got some thoughts. <laughs> so they do a Native American that maybe we event down at um, Prowse Farm, right. and it's in October, I believe. They do a, Where is a it? Prowse Farm, oh, which yeah. is down right at the foot of Blue Hills. That perhaps right. we could somehow join forces or or celebrate the Punk Pug. I think Indian, we were looking to um, connect Native with Americans. them last year or something. They, they either they didn't have the event. They didn't have it last year. They. They went back this year. They did. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, because I think that's where they would but do the powwows I don't know too. what it entails, but I know that it is a celebration of Native Americans, and I think. Yeah. If this is the same event, it's the one that's right across from the gas stations on yeah. Blue yep, Hills. Yep, yeah. Yep. So they would do that definitely annual celebration. They'd have powwows. Myself and Sasha have attended a few in the past, um, but it's. Um, I don't know, and we can certainly reach out. I don't have a contact, but if anybody else has one, I think I, Chief I, Berkowitz did at one time. I can get a contact. You do? Okay, great. So we should probably reach out and find out if it's something that they allow community members to right, be a right. part of the planning or sort of engage outside of just being a participant or showing right, up. Right. Um, but yeah, that's a great idea, because I know Alan had also mentioned that he wanted to engage, was there a, um, an event you went to and you had reached out to someone in the one of the tribes right um, the historical society had a, an event and they were talking about uh, the Native Americans and they gave me some contacts okay got it so yeah I definitely think it's something worth looking into um, and seeing if we could sort of either bring them in or we sort of collaborate either way definitely and again, because that usually falls in the October timeframe, it's something that would have to we'd have to start looking at and thinking about in June, because we don't meet in the summer, okay. um, unless we all decide to meet, like we did with the Jewish celebration planning over the summer to sort of make sure we're ready for the October event. So definitely something we should be thinking about. So I've heard Hispanic Heritage event, I've heard AAPI, and I've heard figuring out a way to bring in the Native Americans. And that's been on our plate for a couple of years now. It's just been a struggle trying to find a contact um, or someone that we could sort of work with, not necessarily with the organization you just mentioned, just in general. Um, I've had emails go, go out. I've tried to personally reach out to someone that I had uh, contact information for. They didn't respond. So for me, it's been a struggle. Um, and even a former member, Cheryl, had connected me with someone, um, and I just didn't get a response. So 
That's been my experience. I don't know. I can't speak to anyone else. Yep, she tried. She she had some struggles too. Mm -hmm. But then she handed some things off to me, and again, it just didn't uh, come into fruition. But doesn't mean we can't try other ways and other contacts. I'm open to it all. <clears throat> so with that being stated, um, maybe it makes sense to increase next year's budget by a thousand dollars, just so we're covered in the event that we decide to do not only the Native American event for Hispanic Heritage or AAPI, just making sure we have the coverage for it in case that those events are actually happen. Yeah. Hey, Jenny. That's okay. <laughs> it's partly for me, so I don't like forget. Um, what happens if we don't use all the money in the budget? Does it go back to the it town? It goes back to the town. Okay. Fund. So, yeah. it, like you said, the worst they could say is no. And if we ask for the money and we don't use it, then it would just go back to the town anyway. So, yeah. Okay. And then we'd probably have to state the case. And we're such a new group and organization that I know they're, they're probably keeping, hopefully, the finance committee is keeping that in mind um, and the select board members because we're still trying to figure it out technically. Um, the first year was a wash because we just sort of, you know, worked out of whatever funding was available. Um, and they were actually had a grant that we were able to pull from the first year. Last year was our first year we actually requested a budget officially. Um, so this is our second year, um, going on our third year actually, that we're gonna be doing this officially, so. We're under budget, they like us. Yeah, they like us. <laughs> <laughs> we're, or we're right at budget, right? Because I think this year we're gonna be right at, just given the fact that we have about 2,700 left, there's still a couple of events we need to do. Um, speaker fees and performances are not cheap. And to Julie's point, with inflation, you know, people are going up on their rates, so we just have to be mindful of that. <laughs> you go that high, really? Well, the worst you that's true. They meet you in the middle, possibly. But then the middle. The finance. Ask for more. And then you have, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, if, we, if we think about it, I mean, there are there were just three event new events thrown out, and given, oh, yeah. and, and we just given, don't know what that means. We, yeah, we don't know, and mm -hmm. and. Um, Given the guests we have here at this meeting today, this we're gonna see. So She's back on the guests. So busy next year. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would. Um, I mean, I'm I'm open to a motion. If anybody wants yeah. to throw a number out, we can talk about it and officially vote on it. I and Amy, you'll have to come a little closer when we do the vote. Okay. No, I was just um, being a single big girl moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm not opposed to 7,500. Yeah. I mean, they're going to look at what we've asked for before and go, why do you need 3,000? And obviously, I'll be prepared to answer that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but the fact that we've just thrown out three events, but keep in mind, guys, with Family those three events, events yeah. Yeah. Um, manpower, woman power, um, people power, Absolutely. two of us are leaving. You know that. Um, so it really comes down to the group, the members that will be here, and then obviously recruiting two new members to replace the two members that you know are leaving in April and making sure that you guys are sort of in one accord um, and marching through and getting things done. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be around in a peripheral role for sure. Um, I've said that, with, especially with Juneteenth, I've said that I'm willing to do that. But I just want to keep that, want to make sure I just remind folks that, you know, with those requests means that, you know, folks are ready to plan, ready to organize. And I'm gonna quickly go over some of the chair tasks because I know Sasha, she's not here tonight. Um, when I mentioned in September that I was stepping down and Julie said she was stepping down, she immediately was like, wait, we need to know what you guys do. 
what's so I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of go through a list of things that you know the chair needs to do and someone obviously needs to step up and, and sort of take over some of those responsibilities until we figure out the chair and vice chair replacement but it's a lot of work that has to be done and as I've said many times in many meetings a lot of the work is happening outside of this meeting it's not happening during the meeting so we've just got to make sure that people are willing to sort of step up and do the work yeah, another point Phil if we had more funds and a bigger budget when Amy was speaking I thought oh like this could be an opportunity if we had extra funds to help another event that you know has been going on but is obviously working on a limited budget because it's happening in one of our schools and we could provide you know a small grant or fund I mean and when I say grants that sounds so formal but basically provide some financial support as well as some people power and that makes and us pay for a speaker yes or group exactly yeah. so that makes us um, even more powerful in the sense that that we can spread our message and the work that we're doing in um, and kind of scale it that's a very and, great point. Um, so that's another way to justify the mm -hmm. increased budget I know and I don't I don't uh, we can't put words in your mouth right now but yes. um, I hear you and that was a good response yes. um, but I, so I would like to make a motion to um, to ask for 7500 in the fiscal year 24 for our programming and events awesome so I've got a motion anyone want to second that I will second <laughs> <laughs> From the back. <laughs> got Naomi hand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we've got a motion. We've got it seconded by Naomi. All of those who approve said motion indicate by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Awesome. 7,500 it is. That was easy. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And now we're going to run right into the goals segment. So we, we literally talked about some of it, the goals, right? Because you remember we're, our fiscal year goes from July 1 to June 30th, so a lot of the things we're talking about are happening within that window. Um, we still have a few months left in this fiscal year, and so we just talked about the fact that we'd like to um, do another year of the Black History Month event and the Juneteenth event, which technically falls under this fiscal year. Um, I'm not sure if anybody thought about any other goals that we may want to talk about, whether it's training, whether it's speakers. These are all things that I know I've had on previous years, goals and just time and just, you know, folks being involved in other things. We just haven't had an opportunity to get a lot of those things done. I still would like to um, invite speakers to future meetings. I think things that, like Alan said earlier about having a Native American representation in our a future meeting, if possible, if we can't do the whole event planning or sort of jumping on board with another event, having someone come to one of our meetings and share, you know, their experiences of being, you know, native in this area. It may not be Canton specifically, but the surrounding area, what that means, what it looks like now in 2022 versus what it may have looked like years before. I think it's absolutely a great thing and a great idea to um, to start to look at those speakers. I think originally I talked about doing a speaker series last year and it just did not it did not kick off the way I thought it would and um, and it's no fault of anyone's I think it's just a matter of because we're busy and we're planning other things some things just get pushed to the bottom of the list 
And so if we want to make that a priority, this would absolutely be an opportunity where we could spend some of that funding, not necessarily just planning an event, but offering a speaker to come. Because it's not as much, it's not as involved when you just have a speaker come and share um, as it is when you're planning an event, right? So that's another sort of easy win um, that allows us to bring in that representation, um, but it's not as much work as planning an actual event. So just something to think about. Any other ideas that folks want to share? I feel like I talk the most in this meeting, so I want to get other people talking. Melanie, what was your thoughts for like the Asian Pacific? What were you thinking? I mean, I have ties to, um, well, I'm involved with the Squalorong Filipino, which is based in Bedford, Massachusetts. And it's um, basically our go-to centralized area where a lot of Filipino-American families bring their kids so they can learn about their Filipino culture. And I know that within that community, we have done events where we had the kids do outreach with, you know, they're doing their dances, our national dances called the Tinikling. So they actually have the kids involved with a dance troupe that have been practicing and they're actually getting ready to, they're readying themselves to perform to an eager audience. So um, one of the things that we love to highlight is of course Asian American Pacific Islander Month, so in May. So um, thinking about what happened in Juneteenth with you know students coming out to perform, I'm just thinking about our the school's dance troupe. We also have a very active um, Filipino-American experience teaching team, which I'm involved with, because we have a lot of history in America that we've been also doing outreach to communities who are open to it. So, you know, it's more of a, not only a cultural, but of educational aspect to it. But I know the community has ties to also other, um, in fact, I know the president has ties to this Chinese-American, school in Sharon that have a similar program going on and it's locally so I'm thinking it'd be a great collaborative effort having you know not only Esquilahan Filipino as well as this Chinese American school that's here in Sharon and just having a centralized place especially in May where there's a lot of things happening and I know we have a great place at the Paul Revere Heritage Site to you know just have something to showcase and share with others but that's just one haven't had a chance to think it through, but I'm welcome to hearing anyone who might be interested to share ideas of what we can do at the heritage site. Is yeah, this a professional sure. like dance troupe? Or? So the student, it's um, the kids are preschool all the way up to high school, and we're all volunteers. So we have teacher dance teachers who are actually just volunteering their time teaching dances to the, the students, and they learn twice twice a month, um, just like a school year, and they're learning about their culture through dance. And they just practice during that, you know, a little bit of time on Sundays, whenever you can meet. So, it's a great way to outreach. Mm -hmm. And they're having fun, getting a lot of exercise. <laughs> so. And do you have a contact at the school in Sharon? Um, she, the executive, or the director of the school, she's actually lives in Sharon, and we're, definitely close so um, she's my collaborator as far as like teaching Filipino-American experience to the kids okay. so I could definitely um, pick her brain about that okay awesome Cynthia do we have a contact like with the, the folks that um, plan the Paul Revere Heritage 
do. Um, and I just looked at her business card. I can't think of her name. She was there during Juneteenth, um, Julie. She was. Oh, and Steve has all the people out. Yeah, but this person specifically coordinates. What's her name? Allison. Allison. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It. She ran, yeah, she ran the entire program, yeah. kind of like as a show. And she's like, also yeah. the person that um, the email that I forward to everyone about next year's heritage event. Um, she was. She sent an email off saying she's taking submissions for folks that may want to have a table there. She's definitely the person that we should talk to about coordinating. Yeah, so I mean, so I can share her contact. They have. Her. They had uh, like an MC in that stage area last year, and they had like sectioned off you know, little time. So, I mean, maybe there is an opportunity. And I'd say that's just something that, that needs to be um, pursued ASAP because mm -hmm. it seems very organized. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you talking yeah. about the heritage event? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm saying because like it's again, probably, they plan yeah, they months plan. and months exactly. in advance. Mm -hmm. right. well, At least six or seven months in advance. Yeah. Part yeah. Did they have entertainment on? It wasn't, you know, it wasn't an elevated stage. It was under a tent. But there were local performers who, you know, had little time slots, and um, and you know, I think that there's opportunity to feature. Like, obviously, we couldn't we couldn't you know hijack their whole event and right. <laughs> do an entire multicultural you know performance mm -hmm. because it's it's their event. But is there an opportunity to feature um, a timely? cultural experience, which mm -hmm. if it's in May, and um, you know it's Asian Pacific Heritage Month, and we have access mm -hmm. to a troupe that could do that, is this something mm -hmm. Is this something we could collaborate on? I, I guess it's just a question that needs to be asked. Mm -hmm. um, I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Because then also we kind of have, the, we literally have the stage at, to, mm -hmm. to announce our, our committee, and then have you know a group come in and and stuff like that. So, and that and that could be that could be the group. I, I, but yeah. regardless, I mean, it, it. You brought it up first, Helena. Like you, mm -hmm. this, it's a it's a big event, and mm -hmm. and um, the smartest way to kind of promote what we do is where we already have a built-in audience, and that's that's a good one. I'm just looking for that email from Allison. I I know I sent it in a few weeks ago. It was in November where she says, it's that time, looking for submissions. Yeah, I forward it to you guys. Um, but in the event, um, Allison Neff, I believe that's her name. Yep. Oh, yeah. I live with it every day. <laughs> <laughs> where in the heritage area? Basically 80 hours a week. Do you? Okay. <laughs> oh, she you know what? She sent it to the uh, CDEI. That's another thing I forgot to add to the list that I'm going to read. Management of the CDEI Gmail account. <laughs> so I have to go and check that account because that's where she sent it. She didn't send it to me personally. Um, but yeah, that, this is the time for that. Just but to go back to what you were what you were sharing, Melanie. This is the time to start to think about that if that's what we're uh, aiming to do. So I don't mind reaching out to Allison and asking some questions, yeah. um, and then connecting you all. If that makes things easier. Yeah, I sent it on the Putting it on my list. <laughs> yeah, applications are open for the Canton Heritage 2023. So there's a link she sent. Again, I can re-forward it, but I definitely sent it to this group on yeah, the 11th of November. So just search your inbox for it. Um, so just sending things. Again, this is happening in May. 
but she's already sending emails in November, right? So they're planning so far in advance. That's why the turnout is the way it is. And again, she's not just looking at the town of Canton when they're planning. I know there was a Norwood representation there. There was Sharon in the tent that we were in, the community tent. I was looking at the library uh, division from Norwood, I believe, or, or Sharon, I can't remember exactly. But there were definitely other neighboring towns um, that were sort of represented, so, but yeah. Okay. And then Christina, what were you thinking for your event? What month is it? Is it? Okay. Right, so the thing with that, if we were looking to do an event for Hispanic Heritage Month, it runs from September to October, I believe, right? It's like September yeah, 15th, yeah, October September 15th? 15th to October 15th, yeah. Exactly, so it would be one of those things we'd have to um, be mindful of the fact if we're going to do another Jewish celebration event that's usually in September, so we'd have to plan accordingly if we're looking to do two events within 30 days, right? Because the, my and my thought again, I know I'm stepping away, but my thought would be, if we were going to do that, the Heritage uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, you'd want to do something like that in October. But then we also have to keep in mind that the annual Global Diversity event happens in October. So again, we're not trying to deter anything, but just want to make sure everyone's thinking about that. Or maybe this year we don't do a Jewish celebration in September and we focus on doing a, a Hispanic Heritage Month. We don't have to do all things every month. We could absolutely alternate. Not as much pressure. Precisely. Right. Since we, you know, we did our first Jewish community uh, Jewish celebration last year, for this past September, um, and we've never done a Hispanic Heritage Month event, you could totally do that in September. Um, and then you know, the following year plan for the Jewish High Holiday event. So it just depends on, again, the amount of folks who are willing to work through the tasks that are needed. Um, but I think the, it's work. I think the goal is to get more friends mm -hmm. on the Facebook page and to keep promoting that for events. And then, you know, we pick, you know, three or four big events a year mm -hmm. and you acknowledge everybody's celebrations, but right, you can't keep doing yeah. everybody. Absolutely, because there's only so much time right. and there's so much man slash woman power. Yeah, it's a lot of bodies that have to make things work. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, might as well just bring our mic and have it sitting right next to her. <laughs> All right, cool. So we've, we've gone over a few ideas for goals. Um, I want to go back to miscellaneous. I know I kind of skipped down to allow our guests to speak. Was there anything else on the miscellaneous segment of the agenda that someone wanted to throw out? And usually miscellaneous is just ideas that I hadn't thought of. I just leave it open for folks to throw things out that we can add to a future agenda or that we can discuss um, you know, during our meeting. Well, I wanted to add like a, a takeaway from this meeting and I kind of piggyback off Naomi, your acknowledgement. I want to acknowledge you because um, at Thanksgiving I read uh, the land acknowledgement at our, my Thanksgiving table that Naomi shared with us mm -hmm. in and our October meeting. In yeah. our October meeting, and it was a land acknowledgement acknowledging um, that the soil that we stand on is native soil, 
and um, and the people who who were here. And it was it was very significant on that day for the folks at at my table. And I wouldn't have done that had I not been on this committee, um, and had Naomi not shared what she had been doing on her committee with the school and. I just think that's how change happens and that's how learning happens and so I just wanted to share that with all of you because I think that you know we can plan these events and you know we're busy and we're running around and doing things but um, but those are the small changes that get people thinking and and got me thinking so I wanted to thank you for that that's a very good point and and I also did something similar where we did grace and I included um, some notes about the Native Americans who were obviously on this soil and across the world. Um, I just said a few words with my family and I hadn't done that before. And I was definitely inspired by what Naomi had shared in the October meeting. Um, and I thought that was definitely you know, a way for me to be very um, mindful because it's not always just about your culture, your ideas, things that you're directly affected by. We talked about that before, how we all have blinders on sometimes and we don't really think about the world outside of what we're used to what we're accustomed to um, and so I made the conscious effort to make sure that I'm being thoughtful and mindful of those things not just the things that affect me and my culture but everyone's culture and I think that's when change happens right is when you stop just sort of thinking about your little microcosm of a world and you actually consider others not that you're not that you're doing it intentionally it's just it's who we are right everybody sort of got their own sort of tunnel vision at times and thinking about things that matter to them and affect them and their family. It's very, um, it's a, when you're intentional about thinking about others and including them in your everyday life and making the effort, it just goes to show that, you know, you're thinking about that, right? And you're being very intentional. Did you have some thoughts to add? Which made me want to get to a point that I had going through my head mm -hmm. and that is pertaining to seniors. Mm -hmm. um, because I think we forget that seniors are also influencers. Yes. And that if we can engage more seniors into this, we talk to our grandchildren mm -hmm. and our great-grandchildren, and I think that they take those. They do listen. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I hope that they take that to their lived lives. Mm-hmm. That's so, a very anyway, good point. That's <laughs> I, I love it because, you know, when you think of the diversity of all the cultures and, uh, and the things that we're trying to represent, I think this is the first time that, that we've heard about age diversity. Mm -hmm. We've talked about um, voting in potentially uh, next year some student representatives, you know, to be, to be on this committee. We've talked about that as an idea, and that was the first time age was a subject but you're really broadening that awareness, and um, that's awesome, so thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right, because I think we definitely talked about ways in which we could make those connections <coughs> in the community when we first started CDEI. Mm -hmm. I know we had absolutely talked about connecting with the Senior Center, also collecting with some of our clergymen and women in the town. Mm -hmm. um, that was absolutely a goal that we had, and it just became, again, the priority shifted yeah. as we went along and tried to, you know, do what we could. There's only so many days in a month, so many months in a year. Um, so yeah, this is absolutely great timing, Elizabeth, great timing, because um, I appreciate, you know, that you're here and sharing those thoughts because again we have to be thinking about 
all groups when we're making decisions, when we're planning events, and we don't always do that. So, great points. You have something to add? even in the union to continue to do. And I just want to thank you both for coming to our meeting. We have a group called the Wisdom Warriors, retired teachers who take on task and run with them. So uh, we can definitely connect on that. And I wanted to share with the group that this group called Wisdom Warriors, a group of retired teachers, have also come up with a native-land.ca. It's called Our Home, Our Native Land. And I will share the link with our committee. And if you go on there, you can click on any town. So I clicked on Canton. And of course, it came up with the Punkapog, the Wampanoag, and the Massachusetts tribes. Mm -hmm. And you can read more about those tribes. And you can go on to any town, either Sharon, and it will bring up like, you know, the, um, the, the tribes that were here before us. And again, it's to the, you know, uh, acknowledgement of the Wisdom Warriors, retired teachers who took the time to create these websites. So Awesome. And we'll share them on the Facebook page, too. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. I was actually going to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jenny. Sorry. Oh, I'm going quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to um, ask if we wanted to do... And I'm sorry, I missed the land acknowledgement at the last meeting because I think I showed up late, so I don't even know that you did that. That's awesome. Do we want to include that in our events as a starting point when we start off? We absolutely yeah. could. Um, we can certainly talk about that and make the decision to do that. Um, I think Naomi had been, she'd been mentioning that they were doing the, the land acknowledgements and the, as part of the teachers, thoughts that the teachers were doing and wanted to share that in one of our meetings. Okay. So that's why she did that in October. But yeah, we can definitely talk about that as an option when we're announcing events or doing our programming. Sherry, did you have another thought? Uh, I, I just wanted to say that for my very first meeting and being a new member, um, this committee gives me so much hope. Um, there's so much um, around us in the world that's painful. There's so much in the United States that's so painful. Mm -hmm. I feel that pain all the time. And I come to this meeting and I feel hope. And so I thank all of you and I thank you all for welcoming me to this committee because it's wonderful to leave here and to be part of a group where in our small way, and even though you, we talk about all these big events going on, it's still our small way and we're still Canton mm -hmm. amidst everything else that's going on around us. So I feel I need to smile. That's great. <laughs> and we love that, Sherry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. Hey, Joni. I'm not sure where this will fit and I'm probably jumping the gun, but every year the trustees host Canton Reads. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year it was decided to choose a theme and we haven't chosen a book yet. It'll be this Thursday. But our theme for this year is censorship, diversity, inclusion. And um, yeah, so I don't know, it, that happens in March and Carolyn plans, Carolyn plans most of it. But somehow, I don't know, it seems that we should fit in there yeah. somewhere. And Carolyn's usually good about pinging us with things yeah. that are coming up so too. So this Thursday we have the meeting where That's we'll decide great. on the book. Oh, okay. And Can you loop us in when you decide? 
Excuse me? Will you loop us in through email oh. when they decide on the book, just so we know? And oh, we're deciding this, this Thursday. Oh, awesome. Yeah. At 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, and, we, and that's the one thing, one of the relationships I truly, truly love um, is the library relationship that we have. We just, you know, a lot of town members, you don't always use the library as much as, as you'd like, um, but I'm glad that we have that relationship and we have that resource. She's just been really phenomenal. Um, with everything that we've done and planned with her and the library in general, they've been phenomenal for us for this group. I want to acknowledge that, whether it was the, the very first raising of the LGBTQ plus flag, they were very much a part of that, very integral in that uh, decision and moving forward with that. And with our Black History Month event, with our October event we just had, Global Diversity, so the library is such an integral part of what we do. I don't think we realize it all the time because it's just such a convenience to be able to email Carolyn or even sometimes call or text and say, hey, we've got this idea. Do you think you can fit that in? Oh, yeah, sure. She's never told us no. I don't think she's ever told us no for thank anything. You. So we love it. As a member of a trustees, I we love you. It. Absolutely. <laughs> we love it. We love the relationship. While we're talking partnerships, just a plug also for another great partnership we have in town with the Canton Music Department mm -hmm. at the high school on Friday at 7 p.m. is the holiday pops. And, um, nice. And you can't you can't beat it for the price, which is nothing. Zero? And it's amazing. It's so good. It's the is it music, seven o'clock yeah, at the high school? Seven o'clock at the high school on Friday night, and um, it's just it's a great it's a great show, and um, really puts you in a fun spirit. And the 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 students are just so talented. And yes. I'll I'll add on a positive note. Um, they have the interfaith uh, service mm -hmm. at the church around Thanksgiving time and all the uh, ministers and rabbis attended and they all gave us a quick speech mm -hmm. and it was maybe an hour long but it was it really was a lovely night and it's it's what i said uh, earlier at our event i was surprised how small the attendance was mm. it was something that was really really nice which church was it at Alan? it was the one across from the police station oh is that the unity church uh, What's that church? Right on Washington Street. I know which one you're talking right. about. Yes. Correct. It's Unitarian. I think it's Unitarian. Unitarian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Unitarian is the one that looks like a castle. Yeah. CCK. The Brown CCK's School the where, yeah. where um, CCK is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. But it was a lovely, it really was a lovely night. Were you, and, oh, were you there as well, Helena? Yeah. yeah. Very nice. But it was like a. They used to be. Are you always getting back into the yes yeah, post COVID, yeah gatherings. And it was it was close to things like it was a Sunday night after the kids. Oh, right. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, great point. Yeah, all great ideas, all great thoughts tonight. Um, anything else for miscellaneous? I do have I have one thing for miscellaneous that I want to read off and share. Okay, so I know, like I mentioned earlier in our September, sorry, our, yes, September meeting, when I announced that I was stepping down, and Julie also, um, Sasha was one of the first folks to say, we don't know what you guys do, it'd be helpful to have a list or some idea or somewhere to be able to track it. Um, so I just started sort of <coughs> putting notes together over the last week or so with things that I've just done the past almost three years um, as a chair. And 
didn't realize. There's some things I pull Julian, and then there are other things I just do, just because sometimes it's just easier just to send the email and just do it. Um, but I do lean on Julie more now than I think I've ever done. But here's a list of what I've been doing um, over the past couple of years. Keeping track of budget and, review, and reviewing monthly reports when received. I get a monthly report from Allison. She works in our finance department. It just tells us where we are with our budget, how much we've spent, and what's left. And that's a monthly report she sends me. Um, working with vendors, speakers to ensure invoices and W-9s are completed and submitted to the town finance office with ample time for payment. What that really means is when we are planning events, we need to pay people, they need to fill out W-9s. That's just what the town requires, along with invoices. Sometimes the vendors will give me an invoice, sometimes they forget and I create the invoice. As long as it's an invoice that they agree on, the amount, the time, what's expected, services expected, that's totally fine to submit that, along with the W-9. Managing a Facebook social media page. I know the last time we met, Julie and I both said we need help. I did give access to Sasha. She's not here tonight, but she has helped to post a couple of things on our page. Um, but that's something else that someone will need to manage um, you know, moving forward. Um, editing the CDI Town website when members change. So one of the things that we do when we get new members or members leave, we have to update the Facebook info page because our page has information about who we are as a committee and the members. So I go in and edit it, remove names, add names. Same is true for the town website. You know, when you go to town.canton.mass.us, you go to boards and committees, you click on CDEI, our main page comes up. It shows us quick mission statement, members that are a part of the group. Sometimes um, the town administrators will change it. The uh, Judith Lefsky, I think her last name is, she'll go in and change it or somebody in the town's Select Board's office will change it when they because they know the person's been sworn in. So when I went to look, Sherry's name was already <coughs> there, but sometimes they don't do it right away and I'll go in and edit. I have access to that. I work with our town IT administrator to get access to that, the town's web page so we can edit information. Um, and then I also got access to that share that we created. If you guys remember where we were throwing all of our documents. Reviewing and editing the, the meeting minutes. So obviously, Amy's been doing it for us for a while since Cheryl stepped down. You definitely need a clerk to assist Amy. Amy's the, the clerk now. You do need a co-clerk. So that's another decision or um, position we need to make sure we solidify because it's not fair for Amy to do the minutes every month. Um, Christine's helping us out today and Julie helped with notes initially. So that's definitely a role um, that we'll need to help, you know, we'll need to help Amy with because Amy may want to step away from this role. We don't know. She's been great, <laughs> but it's not a position that she's going to do forever. So we definitely need other folks stepping up for the clerk role. So one of the things you do as a chair is you review the minutes when Amy submits them, make sure that things line up. Sometimes I'll go and watch videos. The videos are taped, obviously. Um, our meetings are taped. I'll go back and just make sure what I heard was what I heard, and I'll make sure the edits are there, and then I send them off to you guys so you can read them. Submitting monthly agendas. So you guys know the reason why we didn't meet last month is because the holiday fell on that Friday. I totally forgot. I know that there's a 48-hour window by which you have to have the agenda posted. That's just the law. It didn't even dawn on me that Friday was the holiday. I just, I missed it. And so when I usually send the agenda to our town clerk, Tracy Kenny, on Thursdays, she reminded me, oh, tomorrow's a holiday. I can't post this. It has to be 48 hours. So that's why we weren't able to meet last month. So... 
I think moving forward, um, I'll send the agendas 72 hours before, so on Wednesdays, just to cover myself in the event there's a holiday on a Friday or a Monday. Um, sometimes I'm asked to attend town boards or other committee meetings. People email me all the time. Hey, we need representation for CDEI. Can you show up here? Can you do this? Sometimes I go, sometimes I ask Julie, or I'll pull somebody else on the committee to go. That's another responsibility. Sometimes you're required to uh, plan events as the chair. Sometimes you're not, but sometimes you are. Um, and you have to make sure you're able to not only coordinate, but sometimes emceeing. It was great to have Amy and Alan up during the Jewish event emceeing because I don't want every, every time we do an event, I'm not always gonna be the person standing in front of the microphone. It's helpful when other members are emceeing like Sasha and um, Nicola did for the global event. Meeting with potential committee members. Like I talked to Sherry, I talked to other members that we've had come on, Christine, um, more recently Joni, um, just to get an idea of their thoughts behind joining the committee, what they bring to the committee. You wanna meet people and talk to people just so you know, okay, are they serious? Are they just doing this just to sort of be on a committee? We wanna make sure we have people, I know it's a volunteer position, but the people that are here and that are joining, it's work, right? And we wanna make sure we have people that are willing to do the work, willing to show up and participate because it's definitely an active position. Um, and we're so new, right? So it's important that we have people that are serious about um, the goals that we have and serious about making sure we're committed to all the tasks we say we're going to do. Reaching out to the Canton Public Library, Canton TV, and Canton Citizen when planning events, like when we talked about marketing and Alan was right on, you're dead on about the fact that there was low participation in the global diversity event. A lot of that comes from marketing and promoting. So I've had relationships with all three entities that I just mentioned, so I just send an email, sometimes I call, sometimes I text, but it's important to continue those relationships and maintain that communication because that's free marketing. Like that library digital board is amazing. Every time we do something, reach out to Carolyn, hey, can you put this on the digital board? Absolutely. Because it's a way for us to get that you know, traffic that may not have necessarily come, but they're driving down Washington Street, oh, there's something happening, I'll show up. So it's important to keep those relationships. Proposing and reviewing yearly goals, right? We just went over that a second ago. Sending out information to the members as it relates to our mission and other, other uh, EDI or DEI initiatives. I, see, I send emails to you guys all the time because the emails come to me. I wanna make sure I'm transparent and sharing information as it comes. And with that, there's a CDI Gmail account that's attached to my phone that I log into, that I look at every day, a few hours a day to make sure I'm not missing emails there um, because sometimes people will email the actual Gmail account. It's publicized on our main page. It's publicized on Facebook. That's how people reach us, right? Diversity calendar. Last month, I think you had asked Julie for people to step up for that. It was a really great thing. We loved it. We are always trying to make sure we're posting on our social media pages and celebrating all of the different cultures in this town. Um, but it's work. And sometimes we forget. The dates come up really quickly. We need more people doing that. So that's something that Julie and I have been handling over the past year and a half. The anti-hate statement. You guys remember how much work we did with that anti-hate statement? It's one of our biggest, biggest uh, projects that we all got done, and we're really proud of that. Everyone should be proud of that. Um, and thankfully, we haven't had to use it this year, um, but we need to be prepared if we do. That requires both the chair, vice chair, and clerks to participate in that document drafting, editing what we have, the template, and 
obviously adding the deliverables that make sense for the event, you know, the hate incident that happened. Um, so we have to make sure that we have folks able to do that in the positions to do that because that's what we voted on. Um, planning an end of year meet and greet, like we did one in August. I just messaged you guys saying, hey, let's get together. This is so important because we're always meeting and dealing with official work. It's important to also make connections outside of our meetings, right? Just so we know, you know, what, what Melanie's into, what's Jenny doing over the summer? Just creating that personal connection, um, it just makes it easier to work together when we're dealing with challenges, right? So it's just important to continue to do that. Um, and it doesn't have to be anything, you know, really official. It's just let's meet at, you know, CF McCarthy's for drinks or go to um, Northern Spy, whatever makes sense. And then um, other things that come up, like for one thing, this Canton Farmer's Market, they actually love that we go to their inaugural um, event every year in June when they open. Like, can you guys sit at the community table? We usually have a spot there and we have shifts, right? We manage those shifts along with the heritage event as well. We have people sitting at a table. All of those things start with me sending an email saying, hey, this is coming up. Can I get someone to you know, sit at the table? And then I'll usually pull in Julie to help with that as well. I'm not sharing all these things to scare anybody. <laughs> I know I, I've just read off 17 items, right? And this is just what I was thinking of. I'm sure there's other stuff I missed. I'm sure Julie well, probably, probably has some other things. <laughs> I only share that because obviously this was a new committee, right? We started two years ago. We had no idea what this was going to entail. We had a general idea of what we wanted this committee to stand for, right? Because the mission statement indicated that. Um, but what I mean, what I'm doing by sharing this is to let you know that there is work. I'm not trying to scare anyone, but there's work. And I have to be honest with you guys that things just get done lots of times because that's, I'm just, I'm type A and that's just who I am. And I just have to get things off my list. And it's just easier sometimes just to get it done. But that's how, you know, things get done. People have to step up and, and check off these things off the list. And I know we're missing a couple of members tonight. Um, but I will reach out to them separately just to sort of share some of these things. I'll also send this off in an email. I know we wanted to get it on a, uh, a shared Google Doc. I really, I'm opposed to that only because it's Google and it's not the town. We really should keep all of our documents on the town website. And maybe I'll take one of these meetings and go over how to log into that portal, explain what you do to upload files, how you download files, because it's been a while. But we really should try to keep all CDI town-related documents and on a town share. I'm an IT person too, so I'm trying to make sure we're following the rules um, so that our documents aren't floating out in the Google world. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to share tonight. We'll obviously be adding, I'll be adding this agenda item, just sort of, you know, stuff that Julie and I do, because, you know, April will be here before we know it, guys. And I don't want to throw this on you in March, right? So I'm giving it to you now, just so you have a general idea of the work involved with the chair and vice chair. Obviously, this isn't the same for every committee. This is our committee. This is the stuff that we do and manage. But, um, <laughs> so it's technically April, because that's when you have to let the select boards know if you're going to renew your appointment, right? So in April, we legally have to step away. So that's coming up soon. So someone who needs to be a chair, someone needs to be sitting in this chair before April um, to sort of continue on with that responsibility of chair, at least chair. We should at least figure out chair. Vice chair can kind of float. 
And Amy, I swear, I really don't want you to go anywhere <laughs> for a few months. But Amy does need help with clerks. So we could prioritize chair for sure because you need a face and name in the chair position for sure. As I just rattled off all those things, people are always going to look to the chair when they need to have representation, questions answered. The chair is the first person they come to, right? So we need to have that person sit, sitting in this position. Secondly would be clerk because if you're going to be meeting like we've agreed to meet, it's not fair to have Amy doing all the minutes. So even if a person doesn't want to step into the clerk position permanently, someone's, plural, needs to sort of rotate that minute writing uh, task because it's not fair. Amy can't take a day off now because she's the primary clerk. So if she needed to step away or had some other thing going on, um, she'd have to work that out through me or Julie to figure out, okay, who can cover and who can do the minutes. So. Just something to think about. <laughs> so the hope and the, the joy that Sherry was feeling about this meeting. Do you still feel that way now, Sherry? Is I'm like, just confused because I came to this meeting not knowing any of this. I thought I was coming for both of you, that you were here. Yeah. I didn't know I was joining a committee where I was losing my chair and my co-chair. Oh, but we're not going very, like yeah. right now. Well, I No, I'm just learning that. Yeah. And I hope yeah. as the new person, you don't think that I'm coming into that. No, we wouldn't. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, no, it's a, it's a, it's a step-up program. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> no, but um, but honestly, the, but the joy and in in all the community that you were just expressing before, that's what we need to do to our friends. Mm -hmm. And we need to tell our friends and our community members and, you know, the people you stand at the bus stop with or are at the music show this Friday night and tell them about this committee and and ask them you know how they want to be involved and you know and you're having a discussion about anything in town that you know you like you love the Christmas lights I know isn't that amazing so cool like why well, isn't our town so great I'm on this committee like, <laughs> like let's and you know I honestly you should become annoying over the next few months we you know talking about this committee so much so that the word of mouth of, of wanting to be a part of something, uh, these great events and getting to know um, different people in the town, it's, it's been wonderful. So, um, and we're, we're stepping by to make room, if you think about it that way. Like, you know, uh, I'm thinking of Hamilton right now, like when George Washington had to leave, like, yeah. you know, teach them how to say goodbye. So mm -hmm. like, you've done all this, this um, you've built this framework, Cynthia, mm -hmm. that, um, that obviously took more time than, than, than someone who's coming into it because you've built the framework. Now, the person who comes into this is going to have to continue that, but you've already built a foundation. Right. So that is commendable and so much time and work and effort. Um, and so the care in passing that along, it's like, you know, like, it's like passing the newborn baby to the grandma and be like, don't drop. You know, so you know you don't want to you don't want to drop right. this, and um, and so we do want to um, we do want to make sure we spread the word. Yeah, and Sherry, I know it, it seems crazy to the two of us, but we were a part of the original committee. This we're going on three years, right? And so if you look at the town, most terms are three years or less, right? So it's it's about that time to sort of transition. There are things I want to do. There are things that Julie wants to do. Um, and we want to give other town members the opportunity to come in, step up, and the members that we currently have to, you know, step into the positions and do other things. And even though I'm stepping away, I'm not totally unreachable, because I know you're giving me the look. Yeah. <laughs> and for whoever steps into this position, 
Absolutely, I'm reachable. Absolutely, you can call, text me if you have a question or an idea or a thought and you're just not sure. Like, I didn't have that stepping into this position. I did have some experience having been on the finance committee, so I kind of knew how meetings were supposed to run. And I've watched a few meetings on Canton TV, so I kind of know how the meetings were run um, in the town. Um, so some of it was self-learning and some of it was just, I had some experience, haven't been on another government committee. Um, but it's not required to be in this chair position. Um, but to Julie's point, there's so much work had to be done to get the foundation of the committee because we were so new. We had to make sure all the things were sort of in order. So now it's sort of, you know, a well-oiled machine. I should be able to just hand off. And as long as, you know, whoever's taken on the role understands that there are lots of times when you have to delegate because you can't do it all. Um, but then there are times where you just have to get it done, right, because you're, you're the chair and there are things that have to be done by a certain time, like the budgets have to be in by a certain date. Um, you know, you have to have the agenda posted within 48 hours and keeping in mind holidays and weekends are not included in that 48 hours. You know, if you're dealing with vendors and people that you need to pay, you have to follow through. The W-9s, like, they're just things you have to do. That's just how the government town, the local towns are run. So, you know, again, I'm here for advisement for anything. If you need questions answered, you're just not quite sure, because obviously I've built relationships too um, in the town. So all that information is available. It's not, I'm not hiding, I'm not leaving Canton, I'm not moving to Alaska. I'll, I'll be around, <laughs> you know, to answer questions and be pulled in if necessary. I'm going to be sitting next to Elizabeth over there yeah, watching uh -huh. the meetings. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions, thoughts, ideas? Comments. <laughs> okay. So I don't have anything else on the official agenda. So if there are nothing, nothing to add, or anyone has anything else, um, I can take a motion to adjourn. You as well. Thank you. Absolutely. Happy holidays to everyone. Celebrating. Yeah. Yep. Thank you too. I'll make a mo motion to adjourn. Okay, got a motion to adjourn. I'll second. Seconded by Alan. All those in favor of adjourning tonight's meeting, indicate by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Hopefully not. Any <laughs> abstentions? Okay, great meeting, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.